Make sure you throw us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, it really helps out. Leave a comment. Show us some love. Yeah, put that thumb right up our ass. Oh, please do, Daddy. Now enjoy the episode. It's incredible. It's the perfect size. The size of a football. Soup for my family. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to it's Soup for My Family, a podcast about communist bitching and complaining about their mundane lives, a.k.a. a comedy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Holmes. With me, as, as always, is the effervescent Mr. John Shrek, and I'm being silenced by the world. My yeah. white voice has been silenced. White men can't say anything anymore. White nope. men can't do anything anymore. We can't tell jokes. We can't express opinions online or... Over the airwaves, and I'm sick of it, John. Yeah, I can't even go to the Cracker Barrel anymore because that's canceled. Thanks, white people. It's Is it because of the rocking chairs? Man, it's definitely because of the rocking chairs. Did Cracker Barrel actually get canceled, or you're just, no, you're just, just messing around? Up. I'm making that up. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I like have missed out on any sort of pop culture shit that might have happened this week. <laughs> yeah, crack, the restaurant Cracker Barrels was deemed offensive named, offensively named, and uh, <laughs> now they're canceled. Can't go, can't play the peg game anymore. You know, you the kids are into a different type of pegging. Yeah, I'm I'm pegging. I'll tell you that I'm doing oh, some pegging. I'm gonna still peg, dog. I'm still pegging. Peg lives matter. <laughs> I agree, though. We got, you know, Cracker Barrel's got a chance. I apologize for using the B word, but, you know, barrel yeah. people are, you know, a protected class and we, we can't be using that word anymore. No, man. I do, I do know use- that. I do know that on Zuckerberg's website, which I refuse to promote. The unnamed site. The site who m- must not be named. Yes. Uh, I know that like white trash is considered offensive is like, is really? like a slur. and uh, I, and I just heard about uh, someone's post getting taken down because he used the phrase honky honky. Yeah. And that, I'm like, I, all right, that's who, who, who are you going to offend with honky? What? Sorry, you couldn't just, could have just hear that but just now a car just honked out beside my window but... <laughs> yeah and i'm like i'm like yep yeah, i'm offending him the honkers <laughs> honker burger from doug the show yeah. that the show that taught us about uh multiculturalism yeah Lots doug was white all of his friends were different color skeeter valentine i think he was supposed to be black i don't really know <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't he blue? And then the he was blue. Was green. Yep. Roger. Green. Right. Yeah, Roger Klotz. What a name. Ooh, that's a mean name. And they're always eating at Honker Burger. Is that supposed to be some foreshadowing to, you know, the reboot of Doug when Klotz has died from a, you know, blood clot? Yeah. He got the J&J vaccine. I think that's what Uh-oh. that was alluding to. Hey, man, watch who you talking to. <laughs> I got the J&J. Skin's gonna turn green. Your your heart's gonna clot, and uh, yeah, but you're gonna be a dick to Doug. I mean, I'm a dick to a lot of people, really. 
So I don't know where that's where that has become any different of the life I'm already le- leading. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you stupid bitch. You know what? In real life, I don't think I say the phrase fair enough ever. And, uh, you know, when I go back to edit this thing, I realize that I say it about 75 times per episode. <laughs> I don't I don't believe fair enough. I think what I believe is correct. What you say, if I agree, yes. If I don't agree, not fair enough. All right. Might makes right, buddy. That's what I'm into. Exactly. It's and it's kind of like blessed. <laughs> Does this look like yeah. a gun? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Kind I of. can't hold that like that anymore. You use your imagination. My imagination was was wiped clean long ago, and I've been trying to win it back for a long time, and I ever don't think it's ever coming we, back. Ever since you got kicked out of the Matrix, you just can't imagine no more. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, and that's what being woke is all about, you know? You mm-hmm. wake up, and your, your imagination dies. You can't, you can't enjoy tragedy. anything anymore. Constant tragedy happening to me specifically, me personally. Yeah. We're all victims, but you are you are the most victim, if I can say that. I thank you for saying that. Uh, and fair enough. And I mean that legitimately. Uh, fair enough. I, I am the biggest victim that there is. And I appreciate you recognizing that, John. You know, I've been in this comedy scene for, I don't know, two months. And I've, I've met, like, I don't know, 10 people. I've been booked a couple couple times, but not on every single show. And it's like, what the fuck do I have to do to get recognized in this town? You know? Yeah, that's offensive. And they should all be canceled. They should. And they should. I should get to run their shows, which I don't want to do, but I should get to. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I don't know anybody in town. The only friend, (laughs) the only bad idea. the only friend that I have in Atlanta, I found out last week when I finally texted her that she moved back to Ohio the same week we moved to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, shit. Are you kidding me? No, it's hilarious. Like, the timing is perfect. I love it. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, I know. I was looking, I was looking forward to hanging out with her, but I mean, you know, that also just evidence I should have texted her earlier and not got my hopes up, you know? Yeah. But anyways... Well, there's drama everywhere, John, including the Cincinnati scene, because I like to stir the shit. You sure do, John. You've really been stirring all that shit on the Cincinnati (laughs) stand-up group all year. Yeah, dog. It's all been your fault. It's all my fault. That's how I feel, though. (laughs) You're the reason that I disbanded my admin status, John. You personally. I know that for for a fact, and it's a stated uh, it. and it's still and it still is one of my proudest accomplishments to this day. Lachaim. <laughs> well, oh. do you want do you you know do you want to get into yeah the drama you're talking about? You brought it up, so I, I guess brought it up because someone this is compelling it, shit. It's just. Uh, there were about five comics that just kept telling this uh, person in another comic just how much they wanted to fuck her during their sets. Oh, it was another comic? Yeah. Not that not that if not being a comic is better or worse. But I know, feels, right? Because it's a it's also a peer. It's not just another person. It's somebody who's like yeah. trying to is like on the show that you're on. Yeah. 
Gross. So it, like it. And it just it just got it got real bad. And then I like the comic like had to had to be walking to her car, you know? Yeah. Because she was she didn't feel safe. Goddamn. Did uh did you or anybody else confront the comedians at the show? At the show, no, because I I, I was because it, it wasn't all of them don't doing all their sets to it. Like, but at least everybody, at least five comics all made a comment about wanting to like sleep with her. It, if, if, right. not a, if not a full joke, then at least just a, an aside comment. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That was that that was just like, but after like the fifth time, it's it's just getting like, it's getting it's getting hurtful and it's getting repetitive and it's getting offensive. Yeah, and gross and like yeah, dude. Uh, aggressive. Yeah. Like, hey, all of us, we all do, and we're all thinking about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you should keep that in mind when you're hanging out around us, that that's all we're yeah. thinking about. But that I mean, sucks. It just, yeah, it just got real bad. And then, and then I, I made a comp. I, like, talked to the person that, that it happened to and was like, hey, I'm very sorry. This won't happen again, you know. And then I made a comment on my original post of the show saying like hey don't use women as props for your act you know you can't just like you can't do that yeah and then uh and then i kept getting messages from other comics and other people who were at the show being like you why aren't you saying something why they were like they were saying stuff like like you should make a statement you should you should let them know that that doesn't that that shouldn't continue to go on and there mm. and then like one of the persons was like why didn't you why didn't you say anything like like attacking me and i mean i'm partly to blame i understand for allowing that to continue but yeah. i was like all right now i'm getting like drugged through the my name's now getting drugged through the mud because of this shit so now i so now I, they kind of forced me to like to like say something so I just so I just made this post just saying that yeah dude no fucking harassment of the audience is going to is going to be allowed. I don't care if it if you're just doing crowd work, I don't care if you're if you're trying to make a joke, I don't care if you think it's it seems it seems cool. It just stop telling women you want to fuck them just cuz you have this you have the mic for 5 minutes. Especially yeah. in the, I'm not talking I'm you know but it, at the same time, I'm not saying stuff like, like you can't like, you know, poke fun. But, but it's it when when you just are on that mentality of like of when you're on that, I'm gonna I want to fuck you mentality towards the audience. It it just it just becomes uncomfortable for everyone. Well, yeah, and also someone else that's on the lineup. Like, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's disrespectful regardless, but to, to be doing that to somebody else who's on the show and you're, like, to a certain extent, like, disc discrediting what they're doing on stage. Yeah. Like, yeah, all we want to do is fuck you, though. Like, that's all we're interested in. Yeah. No, yeah. it just it just got, it got bad, and then people kept reaching out to me, and they were like, you you need to say something. So I was like, "Fuck, all right." I'll, uh, so I made that post. Yeah. Well, I'm and, I'm uh, glad uh, I'm glad people you know 
I don't want to say put pressure on you. I guess they put pressure on you, but at the same time, like I, I wouldn't beat yourself up too much. Like I think a lot, I I know myself, I'm very non-confrontational. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Um, so the fact that you did anything is, uh, you know, laudable. Is that the right word? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like audible podcasts, (laughs) audiobooks. Amazon. This podcast is brought to you by Amazon, the best company. Oh, hell yeah. We are best friend, Jeff Bezos. Yes. But uh, yeah, so uh, what I'm saying is like, you know, in the future, you you know, you, you know, you'll probably say yeah. something in the moment. But at the same time, it's like you want to kind of move along um, and you want to yeah, not know, right? you, you want to also not exacerbate a, a bad situation. So, um Yeah. Glad you said something, but like I wouldn't beat yourself up too much. Don't take. I don't know. You know. What, don't you know don't take. Me. Yeah, I, I would just say like don't take anybody criticizing you. Like, why didn't you say something in the moment? It's like I I, I didn't. That's the, the reality is that I didn't. Whether that's yeah. right or wrong, I didn't. And I'm copying to that. And here's a post. Yeah. And hopefully that helps. But I mean, you know me. I just love to start shit in this scene. And you love getting likes on Facebook. And, John, those posts got some likes. I mean, you're doing triple digits, John. Oh, yeah. And that's what really matters. (laughs) (laughs) So glad I could get those kind of numbers. All you got to do is be woke and perpetuate cancel culture against us white men who don't get to say anything anymore. And I say that as I, I do say that, uh, you know, teasingly, but I, I do. I, I appreciate that you did that. Um, yeah, I mean, every every scene's got to have a gatekeeper. And I guess that's me. That's you. I'm the gatekeeper. Stifling, the, stifling free speech. <laughs> Communist homes. Yeah. That's what communism is. The stifling. <laughs> What about you? Yeah, what did you what 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 big mark on Facebook did you have this week? Oh, nothing, man. I've been posting what I think are some good jokes that are getting fucking nothing, which tells me that uh, I've been shadow banned yet again by Mark Zuckerberg. We've said mm-hmm. his website name a few times. We shouldn't have done that. Uh oh, sorry. Damn it, the Zuck Zuck group Zuck my buck. Zuck my buck. Nothing. Nothing's going on on Facebook for me this week, John. Nothing uh, in general is going on for me. I saw you had a great post that said, "I think it was today that you're like, you're like, I can't believe that they that Michael Shea and Colin Jost aren't allowed to do those joke swaps anymore because of cancel culture." And that's true, dude. (laughs) They're not allowed to do that on national television. They're not allowed to do it on live TV last night anymore. (laughs) For the for the rest of the season. Yeah, they they un, until the fall at least they're not gonna yeah, be man. you know maybe hey, NBC you know, that's what I'm saying maybe take some time out maybe like wait until <laughs> wait a couple months you got to disappear for a little while let the yeah, you know let the heat die down yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and then bring it back in the fall it'll be great I do will be able to do stuff again <laughs> be able to say things again it's gonna be we're all moving to Austin in our minds yeah. I'm, James yeah. uh James Taylor was going to Carolina in his mind comedians whether you're going or not you got to go to Austin 
in your mind mind. and you can say whatever fucked up stuff you want and there's not going to be any repercussions. And that's the way comedy was always supposed to be white men doing whatever they want. (laughs) (laughs) And black men, but mostly white men. Yeah. No, I find, I find a lot of people perpetuate this notion. And I think for specific jokes, this is true specific bits, but people are like, they could never do the office nowadays. That they would what? never make a show like The Office nowadays, which The Office it was, it was, and still is. It has a lot of like edgy shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it pokes that racial uh, culture and race. Related. Very, yeah, very in a in a in a way that I don't I, I don't watch a lot of network TV, so I don't know if a lot of that's happening. I mean, it's happening on SNL. A lot of people yeah. criticize SNL. There's a lot of shitty things about SNL. But like that thing that Colin Jost and uh, Michael Che do, I think that's really funny. It's always yeah. it's always edgy. You know, yeah, Michael. It, they try they tried to cancel Michael Che just a few months ago for making what? an Israel Palestine COVID joke. Did you no, see that? No. It was ba- it was basic. I forget what the joke was, but the the punchline was essentially like that. Like Israel's like eighty percent vaccinated, and that twenty percent. Palestinians, something like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's pretty good. A solid joke, 100% on point, but it goes against, you know, the Zionist, uh, you know, yeah. whatever, propaganda. That of Zion, yeah, we all remember that book that Henry Ford published in the United States. Sure, sure. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll take your word for it. I believe everything you say because uh, I'm being very, actively by you. Never heard of the book, The Protocols of Zion? I have never heard of Henry Ford. <laughs> well, visit the museum. You'll learn a bunch. The museum or the Ford plant? The the Henry Ford Museum. I don't know where that is, and I don't care to find out. But anyways. Fair enough. Ba- so I, I derailed us for a second. But like, yeah. but people say that about The Office. They say it about Blazing Saddles, which that one might actually yeah, be a little yeah. bit more accurate. But. People just like, oh, you can never do this anymore. You can never do that anymore. They can't do anything in comedy anymore. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, I yeah. see plenty of edgy comedy. Uh, network TV is not really where you go for edgy comedy, but if they have it, that's a bonus because, I mean, television shows that are on NBC are just advert. It's it's just a reason to get your eyes on ads that Comcast is selling. Like, that's all. Yeah. Television yeah. is. So if there's any good edgy comedy on television, that's just like a bonus. And especially nowadays with podcasts, YouTube, all this stuff that's not really regulated much at all by any sort of censors. Like comedy, you could, th- there's n- never been a time where you're more free to say whatever the fuck you want and have a huge audience of people hear it. Yeah. You, so like you, uh... I, I, I listen to Joe Rogan when it's an, a guest that I like and I find the entire cottage industry of like bloggers that their entire existence is finding a sound clip of him to, you know, focus on and like try to get him in trouble or whatever, infuriating and stupid. But also a lot of his opinions about, especially this specifically about like how you can't do anything in comedy anymore. I just find so infuriating and stupid. Like he's the perfect example of someone who gets to do and say whatever he wants and make yeah. a lot of money doing it. Like how, how are you saying something like soon white men aren't going to be allowed to say anything ever? It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. 
it's just know. such fabricated bullshit. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the it's the built up rhetoric. It's it's just it's the same shit that that politicians use to just build up their build up their fan base. It's they 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 say this is being taken away, and then they say I'm the last you know hope for this thing to not be taken away, and then yeah. it just it just builds up. It's just marketing, dude. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't I don't get the notion when I do listen to him because I listened to that episode. It was with Joe List, and it was, oh, yeah. you know I love Joe List. Yeah, and uh, Joe List is good friends with Louis C.K. Cancel proof. He's cancel proof, guys. Yeah. Um, but oh shit, what was I about to say? But like, I don't even get the notion that like Rogan does that to to like to get li- like he doesn't do it in that angle. This is just him like high drunk, just like saying the shit that he yeah. believes. And you're just like, how do you believe that when like you have the biggest platform on earth? Yeah. Like there's not a bigger platform in comedy than the Joe Rogan podcast. And he's going to act like white men can't say anything. It's like you, you, you are, are that. you are proof positive that that's not true. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. get paid more from, you get paid more by Spotify than any artist in the world for talking your opinions and yeah. sharing the opinions of others, many of whom like Alex Jones, who have been deplatformed. So like, what, whatever. Yeah, dude. Um, this kind of this segues into something else that I wanted to talk about. I was a, uh, I, I did a show on Thursday or an open mic on Thursday. And I was hanging out afterwards, and uh, a guy was was chatting with a guy. I only talked to him for like a second, and then another comedian got caught my ear, and we were talking. But it was something is in this same vein. But he was basically like. He started talking about politics and he's like a conservative, like a yeah. Fox News conservative or whatever. And he's like, he said that uh, for the past, he's like, it's exhausting, man. For the past year, we've just been constantly under attack. White men have just been constantly under attack. And I was like, who's attacking you? Yeah. I just said that straight up. He's like, and he didn't, he didn't have an answer. Um, and it, but it was basically the media and he's like, and I was like, who's attacking you though? Like what, like who is attacking you? He's like the TV. And then I was asking him what news he watched. <laughs> I was asking him what the news he watches. Like, I'm not even trying to shit on this guy because the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I've heard this from other people, Michael Holder specifically. And I've had conversations with him yeah. how this is all just manufactured by cable news. This is all yeah, yeah, manufactured. Dude. And this also resonated with me because I know that Michael does this as well. And I think a lot of people do this who are not just like stringent right-wingers only watch like Trump news, like OANN or whatever the fuck. Like people who, they're conservative in nature. And I think yeah. I think they want, they want to find a balanced perspective. But he, so what he said was like, I watch Fox and I watch CNN so that I can get a balanced perspective. Yeah, and I was but- like, that's... That's where you're going wrong. You're not going to find the truth between Fox and CNN. You're going to find the truth not on either of those platforms. Yeah, dude. Because they have a vested interest in you not seeking the truth and setting these te- setting these blue versus red teams and just building up a, a lot of bullshit that nobody actually cares about. Fuck yeah. And getting getting you upset and making you as a white man who it, who maybe you you fucking you and this is the thing too, like a lot, a lot of white people work hard, don't make enough money. That's a lot of people. This, this, and this is where like cl- class politics comes into it, which you never hear discussed no. on cable news, and which is the pro- which is the problem because then they try to set it up along these these kind of f- 
fake or exaggerated, uh, you know, partisan lines. So like they feel like, well, I work hard. I, I'm not handed everything. I don't have white privilege because they've never been explained yeah, yeah. what white privilege actually is. Yeah. And so they do feel like they're under attack because, you know, Tucker Carlson is telling them that the liberals are coming after you. And then they hear something on CNN that's like inflammatory in that same direction and talking shit about, you know, conservatives. And they, f- so like from they both sides, you're feeling yeah. like you're being attacked. Like yeah. this side's telling you you're being attacked and this side is attacking you. And it's like, I wish that I got a chance to talk to this guy a little bit more, but I got, again, I got distracted by another guy, but it's like, that's the whole thing. And I think that's where conversations need to start with a lot of people of like, not, I, again, I asked him that question, not to talk down to him, not to be like, who's like, who is fucking attacking you? Nobody's attacking him. You know, who's being attacked protesters in the street, black people for driving. They're being shot by the cops. That's being attacked. You just like having your feelings hurt because the dipshits on CNN and Fox are getting you riled up and yes. like making those neurons flare up and you're, that's you exactly feel like you're under attack. Yeah. That's what they want to have happen is. So you continue to watch that. So you think there is nothing, but it's that they're the last bastion, you know? Yeah. Not savior of, of you. Like they, like they actually give a shit about you. Tucker Carlson has been to court and said that is that his show is satire. Yes. Like, and so is Sean Hannity. I think. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think Bill O'Reilly. They've all they've all done this because they say some heinous shit. Yeah, no shit. But I mean, like, and, but, but yeah, that's the point. Is that is that even they know it's not real. But but they want they don't want you to know that. And that that that's the thing. Like, if you if you believe that CNN and Fox are like against yeah, each yeah. other. You also think that like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon like fucking hate each other. It's like, no, <laughs> they're putting on a show to keep yeah. you watching, to keep yeah. you, to keep your attention, to get your, you know, your ad revenue, to keep your whatever. Yeah, dude. It's all fake. Yeah. Fake news. And the only real shit is on YouTube, which makes you sound <laughs> like a fucking psycho, but that's true. There's a lot of great commentators on YouTube who provide way more balance because yeah. they actually because they they have a perspective that's never shown on any cable outlet, which is the left. Like yeah. the left is not welcome on cable news. No. Cornell West somehow gets on the news somewhat yeah. frequently. I don't know how. I think just because he's a nice guy. But like that's that's pretty much the extent of it. Yeah, you'll see you'll see just the worst kind of politicians, the worst kind of represent representatives from the organizations just put on pedestals on on cable news networks. Yeah. For sure. And but do we even want to uh, talk about M- MSNBC cuz they suck too. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways CNN's like <laughs> I mean, we're talking about like cancel culture, quote unquote, cancel culture, all this shit that the conservatives like to cry about. And it's like CNN for, for months last year, I mean, well, first of all, CNN, MSNBC, all these left wing, left wing, quote unquote. Yeah. 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 Outlets were propping up 
Andrew Cuomo for being like the anti-Trump, for being like the pro-mask, yeah. tough-talking New York guy. Yeah. Hey, every day he's on TV being a yeah, fucking meatball piece of shit. <laughs> and t- sticking it to Trump, we finally have a leader. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that accent is that I'm doing, but... Uh, I, thought, I thought that was uh, su- South Carolina. Something like that. I really don't know. Montana. But they've got... So they're, they're, they're deifying yeah. Cuomo like he's just the, the second coming and he should be our president, you know? Yeah. And he's going on Chris, his brother, Chris Cuomo, who's on primetime on, on CNN, one of the top guys at CNN. Yeah. He's going on his show every night. And they're buddy buddied up. There's no, there's no hard hitting journalism. It's just, it's just two brothers yucking it up. Just two fucking swamp creatures borrowing <laughs> from, <laughs> borrowing from Trump's rhetoric. Yeah. Uh, because that's what they are. These, these are elites. These are wealthy. Pe- these are wealthy motherfuckers who have their positions of power because they come from wealth. Their dad was the governor. Now Andrew's the governor. Now Chris is on CNN with a fucking popular show. Yeah. Because. It's all self-perpetuating. Tucker Carlson is the heir to the Swanson <laughs> Empire, the Swanson Frozen Dinners. That's it. Oh, That's really? him. Yes. I didn't know that hell yeah. Yes. Anderson Cooper is like one of the fucking Vanderbilts. Yeah. And he worked for the CIA. Like all these motherfuckers come from the deep state, quote unquote. This yeah, permanent, dude. this permanent power structure of wealthy people. Anyways, I've I've derailed it a little bit. No, nah, man. But they're you- doing this. They're doing this. They're they're buddy buddy on TV. They're they're making great TV. They're it's a, it's an escape for people. Everyone's everyone's all upset about coronavirus, but at least we got these two wealthy pieces of shit just yucking it up. Um, all to cover up for the fact that you know ten, hundreds, if not thousands, of like elderly people in New York uh, nursing homes are just dying of COVID, and they're like yeah. lying about the numbers. And then you know yeah. that leaked a few months ago. Was there any actual fallout for Andrew Cuomo? Absolutely not. I mean, anything more? I mean, I think I thought he was just done now after all the sexual harassment complaints and he's still governor. Yeah. But I mean, I doubt he's going to be reelected. I, I, I don't. Joe Biden was elected. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he was also up against Trump and also Trump fucked COVID up so bad yeah, that dude. literally anybody could have beat him. And yeah. literally anybody did beat him. If COVID hadn't yeah. happened, <laughs> if it hadn't been fumbled, if, if, if Trump sent $2,000 checks every month, Trump would have won. Oh, yeah, dude. But that's yeah. besides the point. So you brought, you brought up the sexual harassment stuff. There's no yeah. actual fallout for Andrew Cuomo. Oh, really? No actual fallout for him. No actual fallout for Chris Cuomo from CNN or anybody for like not being a journalist and for just like doing these like fluff pieces with his fucking governor brother uh, and never. And then, and then when that information leaked both about the sexual harassment and about the nursing home shit, Chris Cuomo was like, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't actually question my brother because it's a conflict of interest. Cause he's family. It's like, where was that conflict of interest last spring? Oh shit. And the reality is that they were just doing entertainment. They weren't trying to do news. No, dude. But they, but they blur that line and act like everyone that's watching treats it that way. Like people see Andrew Cuomo on CNN and they think this is a news piece. This is journalism. This is like, this is a good representation of what kind of politician Andrew Cuomo is or what kind of, um, yeah, what kind you of know, leader he is. Yeah. When in reality, this is it's just a fucking facade. It's all bullshit. Uh, so there's no there's no accountability for somebody like Chris Cuomo for for being a terrible journalist. Meanwhile, 
there's this woman, I forget what her name is. I should bring up a tweet because this is a, this has been something that's been developing throughout the week. But I think, I think you will remember last week we were talking about how, uh, uh, I thought I took a screenshot of it, but it doesn't matter. I'll just talk about it. You don't need to see it. And I'm not going to show you my phone. What the fuck am I doing? (laughs) But uh, Israel blew up the AP offices in in Gaza, right? Last week, that's what happened. They blew up the offices of of the Associated Press. uh, And a war crime. They committed a war crime against the Associated Press. Mm -hmm. And this week, after a bunch of uh, fucking college Republicans and people like Ben Shapiro and shit uh, were harassing, I don't know, the AP or whatever, they got one of... An AP reporter fired because in college she was part of a Students for a Liberated Palestine group or something like that. The AP fired her because Republican assholes pressured them. They fired her. Wait, not because of who? Where? Where? What newspaper? Was she just an AP reporter? Or yes. Okay. So she was just like okay. And why was she fired? Because she got doxxed by uh, it was the Stanford College Republicans. Yeah. Okay. And then a bun- and then a- are always in my mind as the worst thing in the world. But go on. Oh yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. And then you know people like Ben Shapiro and other like right wing uh, fucking pundits online. Yeah. Who have huge followings who can't stop crying about cancel culture. Yeah. 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 And then they get this reporter but- fired. But why would she was on a free on a liberated Palestine? When she was in college, she was like part of a group, like an organization that advocated for freeing Palestine. Okay, and why is that bad? Because it goes against the status quo, John. Oh, I'm sorry. Because it's okay. anti-Semitic. Okay. <laughs> I was, Dude, I was I was so confused, man. I, you know I'm a little high. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I still don't understand why that's a bad thing to do. I, I've I've yeah I've uh, been shitting on, dude. They've just been it's just complete uh, eradication. But that's what we discussed. We also discussed on the podcast earlier uh, about. That is what colonialism and that's what America and that country are founded on. Yes, erasing the culture that yeah. preceded it. Yeah. By any means necessary. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, like, why? So, even in, I mean, how long ago was it, was college? Even if it was 1970, I mean, they, it was, they, were, they were still having major conflicts then. Well, yeah, and I think it was just a few years ago. She's not that. Oh. She's like young. She's oh. our age, maybe. Well, fucking, why would they fire her for after the AP just got blown up in Israel? Right, and that's that's, that's the that's the real hypo- That's the huge hypocrisy of it. One, one, it's that it's these right wingers who can't stop crying about cancel culture and all this shit, literally canceling somebody for having an opinion they disagree with. So now the and then celebrating it. So, now, so I'm sorry, I'm still trying to figure this out. So now the right wingers <laughs> are pro Jewish Israel. Yes. Oh, okay. Because it well, right because it commits to our uh, our 
war machine, right? It's a con, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things. I think a lot of different right wingers have reasons why they want Israel to be fully Jewish. I mean, some are, are Jewish and believe in that, you know, yeah. the ethno state. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably a very small minority, but it's a vo- it can be a vocal one. Um, I think a lot of right wing Christians, like, you know, evangelical Christians, they believe oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. once, you know, I think th- this is the whole thing around the Al-Aqsa mosque, which they've been, you know, brutalizing even after the ceasefire. Currently, they're brutalizing yeah. people at this mosque, and that's what Damn. made the whole thing pop off just a couple weeks ago. Uh, can get into that in a minute. But I, I believe that once, if allegedly, according to some scripture or some fucking televangelist, I don't know where this comes from, but if that if that mosque becomes like a Jewish temple, that that's like one of the signs of like, you know, the apocalypse. Yeah, and dude, that's, that's what I, that's one of the things that I discovered during Trump is that there are people actually trying to bring about the apocalypse in our times. When, when, and that's, that was one of the things when they moved the headquarters from, from like where, from wherever to another state, that's one of the signs of the apocalypse. And that's why they like really rallied behind Trump. And I was like, wait, why are you trying to cause the apocalypse? Motherfucker, well, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, because they want to be raptured. Like that's the whole, that's the whole point of existing is to be raptured, you know, like to oh, cause the rapture to happen. Just, uh, you know, be Christ-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That too. It's a little I bit mean, of that they, too. I mean, they're not, they're ignoring that. So why are you causing, trying to cause the other one? Well, you're you're trying to add logic to something that's logicless. But I mean, can you think of something more anti-Semitic than wanting the Jewish state to exist so that they all perish God. in the apocalypse yeah. and then you, you know, you get to go to heaven? Like that's the most anti-Jewish shit I've ever heard. So like the idea that people who are pro-Palestinian human, which is pro-human, that's a pro-human argument. Yeah. That but that no, that's actually anti-Semitic. Even yeah, though you're yeah. not talking about religion, you're not talking. You're not you know. talking about at, at, at whatever they worship. We're just talking at, at a basic human level. Shouldn't these people have the right to exist? Yeah, shouldn't every person that's living on this land have the exact same rights? Which they don't. It's an apartheid state. They have specific yeah. laws. Palestine. I, I don't. I don't remember everything we talked about last week. But like, it gets so crazy that like Palestinians aren't allowed to use most roads. Like you, you. They have yeah, different dude. license. They have different license plates. If you're Palestinian, if you drive on Jewish, either aren't allowed on Jewish roads, or if you're on a Jewish road, you're gonna get fucked up. They're yeah, gonna dude. kill you, or they're gonna arrest you, or, or whatever they're gonna do. But you can't use most roads. Like it goes, it gets down to that level. So for anybody to like argue, like no, it's not apartheid. Like how? What do you explain? We yeah. we look at the pictures of the whites only drinking fountains and freak out. Yeah. Imagine dude. if there was whites only roads right now. That's what's yeah, going dude. on. In Palestine, Israel, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's bad shit. And then, okay, so this is this is a tweet that I did screenshot though. Oh yeah. Uh, cause we're talking we're talking about Chris Cuomo. We're talking yeah, about this yeah. AP journalist who was fired. There was somebody else last year, uh, Mark Lamont Hill, who during I think during a UN speech, he was a reporter for CNN. During a UN speech, he had just come from Palestine. And he said that Palestine must be free from the river to the sea. And he was immediately fired by CNN for saying that immediately. Damn. This was last year, 2019. It was within the past, you know, year, year and a half. Yeah. Um, 
This is someone that I follow that retweeted this. It says, CNN's Jerusalem correspondent, totally objective stuff here. And she retweeted this person, Hadas Gold. She's the CNN Jerusalem respondent. And sh she posted a picture of like a cake. And it says, my baby cousin entered Israeli army today with a crying face, like excited, happy. That's CNN's Israel uh, Jerusalem correspondent. Uh, but, you know, if you say something in favor of Palestine when you were in college, let alone right now, uh, you're fired. Yeah, that's, this is. Yeah, it's all and that's, controlled by the same monopoly, you know. These, yeah. these outlets, it's all controlled. It's all funneled from, from the same blood money that's on all of our hands. Absolutely. Uh, and like, oh shit, eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to say something else and I forgot what it was, John. Uh, oh, oh, it's, and that, but that's, that's your left wing news outlet that this guy's yeah, saying yeah, yeah. he's yeah, using yeah, yeah. to get that's, the balanced, balance versus right. It's like, no, that's also right. Yeah. No, that's, that's all. And that's also funded by the, you know, one of the one of the four billionaires that owns all of the media companies. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. It's, Which it's it's not it's not. <laughs> I mean, I hate to actually. It's not left leaning politics in in America. It's just it's yeah. if if anything, it's it's fake liberal politics in America, and just it because America neoliberal. Yeah. America's politics are so fucking far right. Yeah, I, I heard something recently that people in like Europe learn about American politics as like, you know, like a far right government yeah. governing system, yeah. which is like it is. Yeah, it is. Joe I mean, Biden is no, far right. Yeah, dude. There's no fucking left in this country except for the people who who just are aren't getting voiced in major news outlets and you know the majority of vote of uh p of of eligible voters you know 50 yeah. percent of the country doesn't vote because there's not a left option whether they realize that or not everyone's like i want something in the middle it's like but then you talk to people about specific yeah things medicare for all uh student debt you know um all these living, kind of social programs Yes, raising the minimum wage to a living wage, all that kind of stuff. You talk to people and like something, you know, high percentages, like 80 percent, like support those kind of programs. Yeah. Um, and, and those are the same people who will tell you, I feel like we just need, you know, more moderate politics because what they really want is more moderate, more moderation in like the rhetoric because it's all yeah. so inflammatory and ah, everyone's out to get you. This guy's coming for you and that guy's coming for you. And like. I mean, when I when I hear like MSNBC on in the other room on occasion, it's like it like your heart rate just starts going know, up right? because it's everything's breaking news. Every single thing is breaking news, and it's gonna fucking kill everybody. And we're all on edge all, all times, yeah, and you should be freaked out and worried. And you know, this is something you have to change in your life. And uh, there's nothing that the the corporations can do to make our lives better. Uh, but you you know, your individual responsibility and uh, calling your Congress people is what's really gonna make everything different. Yeah. It's uh so it it's 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 honestly infuriating to live in the in the, in this country and have any kind of like social empathy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but also when I get to in into a situation which again like I you know I had a couple drinks and I wanted to, I wanted to talk to this comedian not just some shithead drunk guy who I'm like I was I didn't want to change his opinion or to like yeah, change yeah, his yeah. mind, but I just wanted yeah. to open I, that, that's what that's what I want to do with people if that conversation ever comes up, because that is such a a rampant 
misnomer that what we really need is some moderation because that's that's not that's really not the case because what we're receiving right now is just all to the right yeah and it's it's all pro corporate pro wealthy and it's it's i mean it's just causing infighting amongst the working class amongst the proletariat it's all the same shit that they've been doing all this time to keep us yeah. distracted from you know going on a general strike or and you it, know demanding something better yeah and as long it's, as we're upset because of what tucker carlson's saying uh we won't do that yeah of course we can't you we'll can't just storm get the upset Capitol. yeah we'll just fucking storm the Capitol. <laughs> The insurrection. And then the insurrection. The insurrection. Hell yeah. <laughs> insurrection. I like that. Uh, yeah, dude. It's it's all coming down to just it being the most the most fucked up times that we're experiencing. But it's also never been easier to us. You know, I mean, like I was saying last week. Twitter, as much of a hellhole as it is, it's also, I mean, it's its helping to liberate Palestine, I think. Yeah. The fact that people are able to, like, see shit happening in real time despite their best efforts to silence it, you know, from the Silicon Valley. And, like, I was seeing stuff, like, a bunch of pro-Palestine voices are being silenced on TikTok, which TikTok is, is very problematic about that stuff anyways. But yeah, seeing yeah. it happen in real time is crazy. Uh, but but despite all of their best efforts, they're they're losing the PR battle finally. And I think yeah, something is actually yeah, I change. know, right? That's what that's what I originally loved about Twitter. I joined that back in like I don't know, two thousand seven, I think two thousand eight. Mm -hmm. Uh because because someone told me about like how you could how people were like getting arrested and like uh, fuck, I think. Let me think. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Was that? Was it Egypt? Yes, that was Egypt during Egypt's thing. Yeah, Netflix did a documentary about it, and I yeah, was like, I saw "This that. is all possible because of Twitter." Yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that, and that, and that it was blowing up, and people were just because they could just tweet out, "I'm in jail," and then people would rally around them and be and yeah. get them out of jail. Yeah. So, and so I joined then, and I was like, "That seems like a pretty cool thing," but that's what, it, but that's what, it, that's what its foundation was, you know was just being like open to the public, open to, to be like, hey, this shit's going on. You need to know. And then it also completely broke out. Well, it com it it completely uh, removed the mask from our broken political system by getting oh, yeah, Trump yeah, elected. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. It's <laughs> it's a it's still a piece of shit website like all social media. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, yes, it, it has its ups and its downs. Uh for sure. Unlike Zuckerberg's uh, website. Some, exactly. And some, some could argue, I mean, as much bad shit as Trump wrought, and, uh, you know, it certainly has caused some sort of political awakening in this country, and things, things continue to shift, and as much as we want them to happen instantly, uh, I think our tendency, especially with the ability to just, like, numb ourselves with Netflix and videos and... Yeah, dude. Everything else. Things are so things things are th Yeah, things are things are happening. 
And though they're not happening as quickly as we'd like them, they're all, they are happening and they're happening at a fairly quick rate. You know, yeah. in 2015, Hillary Clinton was telling, acting like Bernie Sanders calling for a $15 minimum wage was absurd. Yeah. And now, and now that's, that's going to be the reality, even though it's too little too late. Yeah, I know. Right. Because it's now been, uh, by the time that gets passed, it'll be fucking what? Seven, eight years, years past past that so we'll still be we'll still be yeah. seven eight deck let's say a decade behind yeah but even even just beyond the actual legislation there's a lot of a lot of companies are moving toward yeah, that model that's, true. that's and true. especially well especially right now as there is this quote-unquote labor shortage yeah um, aka people waking up and realizing i'm not going to slave away for this bullshit um, yeah, a lot of companies are raising their entry wage, and that's good. I saw this week that Capital One, my favorite bank, now <laughs> their minimum entry wage I think is twenty five an hour for any entry level job, which is like, yeah. But did you know you have to have a college degree to get into a bank job, a teller job? Well, no, I didn't know that. But uh, you know what? If you're not getting a college degree, you don't deserve to make a living wage. Okay, John? <laughs> That's just the way it is. That's the way it is. You got to go to college, college, get that degree. It's so important. You got to go into debt or go to a community college or go to a cheap college or get, uh, you know, grants and scholarships and uh, don't be dumb and dummy. Yeah, don't be a dumb dumb. And if you are a dumb dumb, you're going to die. I am a dumb dumb, and I haven't died yet, um, because I'm uh, a lucky dumb. No, because you got a college degree, dude. You're so smart. I'm set for life, dude. You're set for life, and you only owe, still owe three thousand, three hundred thousand dollars left. <laughs> I'm still deep seated in this debt, baby. I'm say, I'm see, I'm sat for life, and it's four hundred thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, four hundred thousand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, man. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, have we, have we talked about canceling student debt on here? I don't think we have. I don't I mean, think so. Like maybe in passing. Yeah. But I've, I, I, listen, I went to college for free because my parents paid my way. That was my inheritance was. Wow. They paid for Columbia. Goddamn. Yeah. Columbia college in Chicago. That was an expensive trip. <laughs> my sister got a real nice wedding i got a college education that's how we that's how we spent our inheritance already you guys both wasted it huh oh yeah well i mean yeah yeah we both threw it yep. away yep that's pretty funny i didn't catch up on that at first but that's pretty <laughs> funny yeah we wasted it on, on, on a marriage and a college and a screenwriting degree a party and four years of partying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She um, did it all in one day. You spread it out over, you know, yeah, six I'm years like, or however like, long it I'm took like, you. I'm taking this. I'm taking this out. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I got a screen. I, oh, I also let, let it slip at work the other day. Going up on my three-year anniversary of working there. Uh huh. I finally let it slip that I have a college degree. 
And they were like, and what? They were like, whoa, why are you here? And I'm like, I got a degree in screenwriting. That's <laughs> why I live in Hollywood, baby. Does no one else? <laughs> Does no one else there have a degree? I thought everyone had a degree. Everyone's toiling for no reason. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think, I think, uh, so I, I know uh, one of the persons has was like something like three credits away from getting a degree or something like that. All the debt. Person, none of the... Yeah. And then just and another person uh, like went went for a couple of years, dropped out. They're probably still paying that off, you know? Yeah. Classic. But I'm the only one with a with an actual degree. So hell yeah. Look at how leverage I can be. Look at the mise-en-scene. <laughs> got to leverage that, John. You got to apply for a job at Chase and say, I'll write, <laughs> yeah, I'll write you a screenplay. Yeah, dude. Hey, Chase, I do not have any good uh, accountability or, and I'm also very bad with money, but have you read my short story called The Obituaries? <laughs> You could chase chase has got all of these chase cafes where you can go and get coffee and uh, oh, yeah, bank go, you know, get get hired by them. See if they'll let you just sit in the chase cafe and write screenplays for 25 bucks an hour. Like, hey, man, I did. I did uh, apply at a bank when I was unemployed for a while. Yeah, uh, I applied at, at a chase bank and they do drug tests. Uh oh, so I had to. <laughs> so I fucked that. That's lame. That cha up. Chasing the fucking ah! I was gonna make a chase joke and I didn't. didn't chasing come the dragon. Yeah, chase the dragon. Can chase the bank, but don't chase the dragon because we drug test. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I think any I think any employer that drug tests should be uh should should go bankrupt. Fuck fuck every company that drug tests. Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Anytime I see, anytime I see a Quest Diagnostics car driving around, I'm like, "Fuck you, you professional narcs." They I did not tests. know that's what that was. Oh yeah, I did a drug test at Quest Diagnostics when I worked at a warehouse. Oh man, yeah, yeah. You can't. Hey, I don't want you like. Smoke a pot off the job after you slave away in a warehouse for 15 hours. No enjoying yourself off the clock, young man. Hey, no, no, no. Your time is still our time. You, no. booze as you booze as hard as you want. You come in as hungover as possible. I don't care if you're throwing up in the bathroom. You do not smoke pot out, out of office. Never. Don't you even think about it. Don't, don't you, you think even think. A good oh, oh, what? You went on vacation? Let me test your hair from 13 years ago. <laughs> we, the, we, don't want, we don't need you thinking for yourself, and, and Pot will do that to you. So Hey, man, what? You did mushrooms in college? That, that's going to come back to haunt you. Literally, crack your back. You're going to get some flashbacks. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I know that's acid, but it felt hey, like man, the right we thing all to say. Do, I've done all of them. I haven't. One day. One day when they're all legal. When, when the world is legal.
Hell yeah. I think I think we hit the the three topics that I that I brought to the plate this oh, week. Oh, they oh really? All yeah. right. Well, we, what do you want to call this a short one? Because I we have don't nothing. have to. We don't I have, have to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of what you else we could I'm, talk you about. Think I'm entertaining. No, dog. I've never been was, entertaining in my life. I was hoping you would be, John, but you know, you don't want to name names. I don't so. want to name names. I'm not. I'm also not uh, gonna drag people through the mud. I know some of them. So lame. I don't want to. I don't want to narc on anybody. That's not my intent. My intent is just to have a good mic and keep that shit and let people know that that shit won't fly at my mic. I'm not saying anything about. Shit won't fly. I'm. I'm not saying about anybody else. Uh, that's why I'm like I made a personal statement and uh, and uh, and in the group. Yeah, I, I made a post on my page and in the group. I'm I'm not judging anyone else's mic. They want to let that fine. That's not up to me. But at my mic, that's not going to happen. That's all. I, that's all I need needed to say. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Being a bad ace, being a gatekeeper, bitches. What what? Boop, boop. Silencing freedom of thought. Narc Holmes. That's me. Big old narc. <laughs> hmm. Well, John, if we don't have it, let's call it. We're at the about the one hour mark. We're close to an hour. I'm just trying to think. You know, we can just slice this out if we need to. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else worth mentioning. Uh, what else happened this week that wasn't uh, Facebook official? Wish I had an interesting story. I've just gone. Oh, I heard. I heard. Uh, gone to a lot of shows. Did. Uh, yeah. Went out Thursday. Thursday was an awesome night. I don't. This is probably not compelling information. I also like talked about Thursday partially. I should have done yeah. it in that. I should have told a story from start to finish and then ended with that guy hey, out buddy. on the patio. But Thursday was a great night. I went out. I went to a show. It was a new show. Where there was one bucket spot on it, and there were some comics on it that I wanted to see and like have them see me and talk to them and. Yeah. Um, so I just went to hang out. Maybe I'll get on. Maybe I won't. Even if I don't, who gives a shit? But I got on. I did a spot, and that was fun. It felt good. Um, and then they did like a picture after the show, so everyone got in the picture, and they waved me over to be in the picture. So like now I'm, now I'm social media. Social media. People seeing my face next to their faces, and uh, I'm 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 getting in there, man. I'm I'm celebrating the small victories, John. These aren't these are so inconsequential. Uh, they seem to be, but I I think they all build on each other, and people just recognizing my face and seeing me yeah, as someone dude, that's around. That's all you and, can uh, do. That's what you do. Yeah. It's starting all over again. Yeah, and like I've said before, it's been a mindfuck. But then, so I went from there to a show the sh- the the show at. The bar that I was talking about before with the the drunk guy afterwards was chatting yeah. with for five seconds, but uh, there that's a showcase and then a, then then buckets at the end like just a lottery oh, nice. style open yeah. mic. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, and I sh- like everyone and I, gets on, but it's yes, every lottery. Yes, exactly. And I got there that's like right when that I got there like right when that part started. Yeah. Um, so I wait. I didn't. I didn't go and throw my name in right away because it was like I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't do it right away. Yeah. Um, and then I, I got a beer and I went and sat up front and then he read the net and then he got to reading the next five people that were up and he said my name hadn't signed Whoa. up yet. I was Whoa. like, hell yeah, baby. He's so he signed you up. Nobody. He just saw me and uh, 
knew that I was uh, cool from the past two weeks that I've gone there and uh, oh, just threw nice. me up. Nice. Like, what a guy. What? See? That's awesome. That is Being so a dude cool. pays off. I was sit- I sat up front last week, just h- hanging, laughing at people for yeah, the whole dude. open mic. It matters. Right. It pays off. Hell yeah. But it's FaceTime, dude. You know, that's what I call it. Some people call it networking. And I'm like, fuck that shit. No, it's FaceTime. I've, I've been calling it's it FaceTime. I've been calling it FaceTime with Paige, too, um, because yeah. we never see each other's faces. I'm always somewhere else. They're looking at my phone. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's so many times, especially lately, where I feel like it doesn't matter because like I'll meet someone and I'll meet him again and they won't recognize me. And I'm like, yeah. ah, but then someone else, then you meet someone else and they recognize you immediately. So you're just like, people are just different. They, they register things th- in different yeah, yeah. ways. And I'm also like, am I doing this right? Should I be more pushy and be like, hey, will you book me on a show? Like, I would love to find out how to get booked and on a show. I, I'd say give it a couple more months and then start being yeah. pushy, you know? Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel like I want to play it. I'm just going to keep like being around, being a cool guy, being available. Yeah. Doing bucket spots where they're available, doing open mics, um, and then once people like definitely recognize me and say what's up when I see them, then yeah. that's when I'll be like, "Hey, would love to do the show sometime." Yeah, yeah. Just... And then, no, 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 no. Don't say say it like that. Be like, be like, "Hey, if you don't book me on your show, I know where you live, motherfucker. I've been following <laughs> you. If you don't I put me on this show dance. tonight, <laughs> <laughs> I will sabotage this fucking show." I will. I will get so drunk that it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Do you remember the Unabomber? Because <laughs> that's what they called me in Cincinnati when they'd put me on a show. I would bomb the fucking show every time. <laughs> and I would be the only one. <laughs> Everyone else would kill. Everyone else would do great, but I would bomb. <laughs> one bomb. One bomb. Yeah, and I think that's the episode. I think that's how we yeah, ended on a high that's, fun. That's how we had. That's how Hell we yeah. Had. Follow the pod at soup for family on Instagram. You can follow me at Shrek John. You can follow this guy at John Holmes Lives. Lives. Yes, make sure you give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the fuck you're listening to it. Thumbs up the video if you're watching it. Leave a comment if you want. I don't know. Maybe I you said do something you. wrong tonight. Let me know how I'm wrong, Sarah. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. I, I would promote my shows in Cincinnati, but I'm not certain that anybody who's not a comedian listens hey, to this other I than Sarah. Say this. Uh, promote yours. We're going to do an in-person one next time at, in the chill hang room. That's going to be right dope. there. And then Hell John yes. Shrek will be on our show at Five Points uh, Alley in Cincinnati on June 1st, baby. June 1, the day after Memory Day. Memory Day, the day of memory. Nope, you. I need a mind eraser for that one. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for listening and watching. Bye. Bye-bye. This is soup for my family. Bye-bye. Isn't it wonderful? Soup for my family. It's incredible. It's the perfect size. The size of a football. Soup for my family. It's unbelievable. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Nice. nice.